on second and 20. This time the Patriots only bring three. Carr, down the middle of the field. Open Waller. Welcome back, Darren. Touchdown, Raiders. A seam throw right down the middle for 25 yards. First time in the game since Kansas City Week 5. And his first catch is a touchdown. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here's your boy Q. Oh, he there's the touchdown to Darren Waller. You heard Jason Horowitz on the call. I didn't realize DeMond is doing a great job in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I was going to drop Darren Waller's turf toe in the background there. But there you go. Darren Waller actually mentioned his music video uh, in the locker room. Actually, you'll hear a little bit of that later on the show. But right now, joining us on the phone lines from Fox 5 right here in Vegas is our good friend Faven K, Super Raider Nation fan, Raider Nation for life. Super fired up and pumped up about that victory she saw at Allegiant Stadium. And, Faven, what were you thinking? Let me take you back to the ending of that game. I saw your video where you almost thought about breaking out of twerk, and you said, nah, <laughs> not going to do it. But what was going through your mind when you saw that ending to that game on Sunday? You know what, Q? I still can't tell you. I am still mind blown. I, I didn't, I've never seen anything like it uh, watching from home, let alone in person. So I was just shocked. I mean, you know, the ending to Raider games all season have been extremely dramatic, and typically it hasn't gone our way. So for it to finally go our way, I think I was in shock about that. Like, wait, what? Right. Yeah. So. I mean, and, and Faven, it wasn't just that play that went the Raiders' way. Also, that Keelan Cole touchdown that looked like, from my angle, it was out of bounds, but uh, a lot of different pictures have shown that, that it looked like he was inbounds after all, but... Whenever you see the Raiders and you hear a review, you always assume it's going to be called out of bounds or it's going to go against the Raiders. Exactly. It's like, you know, the football gods were definitely on our side and we got an early Christmas gift, so uh, we'll take it. I mean, we've definitely taken enough L's all season, so it was nice to be on the, uh, on, on the winning end of things finally. What did you think of the team, just the fight that they had going into the game as well? I mean, they, they lost that game on Thursday to the Rams. It was embarrassing. Uh, everyone was upset by it. But for them to come back on their home field and have that fight that they did against a playoff team and the Patriots and win that game, just what did you think about what you saw on Sunday? I mean, it was amazing. You know, I almost didn't go to the game. You know, uh, we're a week away from Christmas, and I have I still have so much to do. Right. And obviously after the Rams game, you just like, heartbroken right and did I really want to suffer another heartbreak uh yesterday and so I went back and forth about it and I'm like ah you know there's only a couple home games left like let's let, let's just go and I'm glad I did because I didn't count them out but you know it's stressful it is it is stressful being uh, a Raiders fan and so Yesterday suddenly, you know, I think brought back that not only just the we saw the fight in the team, but even in fans, you know, uh, when I was in the club lounge, I mean, it was 50-50 with fans saying, I'm over it, we're done, to, you know, nope, I, I'm still holding on to hope, but I, th I think I think we're going to do, we're going to finish out the season great, so to see it go that way, I think uh, the fans really needed that. Yeah, that's what I felt as well. I went out on the field after the game was over and took some video of, of the Raider Nation still celebrating the victory and, you know, in the in the stands. And, I mean, it was just – it was good to see Raider Nation happy because, like you said, there's been so much heart, heartbreak and there's been so much, you know, the expectations haven't been met going into the season. It's just – it's been a tough year. But to see Raider Nation that excited, I thought that that was really cool. What did you think about Chandler Jones, a guy who – 
he hasn't lived up to what everyone thought was going to be his season. But for him to finish it off the way he did, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think he earned his salary in that play, didn't he? I mean, it's definitely going to go down as, you know, one of the most incredible touchdowns in NFL history. So, and, you know, he's just so humble about it. You watch all his postgame, and I mean, he just, his, his calm and zen is refreshing, uh, but he got it done, and we definitely needed that. So, ne- he, he needed he's it. Earned yes. My- yeah. <laughs> Needed it in a major way. Again, Faven K from Fox 5 Vegas in the morning is uh, with us here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Necessary Roughness. Now, it wasn't all great, right? I mean, look, they, no, they had no. a lead going into halftime, and then all of a sudden it, it felt like it was about to slip away, and that was going to be their fifth double-digit loss. You know, they had a double-digit lead, and then all of a sudden lost it. It didn't work out that way, but it felt like it was headed that direction. What were you feeling like when the Patriots came back and took the lead? Uh, you know, like I've felt all season, just <laughs> extremely mentally and emotionally exhausted, you know. So I think that's what even made the win that much better because I was sitting there rolling my eyes and just trying to keep my composure. I was so mad. So to go from extremely angry to shocked, ecstatic, and, you know, you, you saw me dancing around. Uh, it was It was like night and day within, you know, 10, 15 minutes. So unbelievable, truly unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about it on the show this morning. You know, you have the tuck rule, and you've got all these different, like, classic, you know, historic plays that have been named. And we were trying to figure out what do we name that Chandler Jones play at the end of the game. Uh, we had some viewers say uh, to call it the payback from way back. Um, <laughs> finally getting some payback on the Patriots, some, some long-awaited payback. Um, what was the other one? Uh, 55 to the drive or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, pe- folks got really creative, but if you guys have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we've had people calling from the morning show to JT the Brick show, and even this show people have been calling in and giving their names, and I just gave up on names because I just knew someone was going to come up with something really creative, but it was just nice to see, again, the Raiders on the winning side of things. Now, you mentioned that you contemplated not going to the game. You ultimately chose to go to the game, which is great. Well, who else went to the game? A lot of Patriot fans, and I know that you're at Allegiant yes. all the time. What did you think about that Patriot crowd? I mean, you know, they I, I, I didn't run into any that weren't nice. I'll say that much, you know, but I, I think I was shocked to see how many of them were there as well. Mm. But, I mean, you know, it's no secret that Patriots have a, sh- a very strong fan base. So it wasn't, the, I, it wasn't more shocking than when I saw those Texans fans at Allegiant Stadium. I think that's the team that I was mo- most shocked to see had a lot of fans on this side of the country. Well, they were loud. I'll tell you that. They were loud. There was moments where I'm thinking, mm-hmm. dang, man, that's, that, that, it can't be like that. And then all of a sudden, Faye, when I started thinking about New Year's and thinking about when San Francisco, the next home game, when they come to town, what it's going to be like in a legion. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little concerned that it's going to be pretty red in there. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm going back and forth about it. Both my god brothers are huge Niners fans, and they're adamant about coming to the game with me. And I'm <laughs> like, no, you guys can be there, but I just don't want to sit next to you because they're both <laughs> very loud, very obnoxious fans. <laughs> and so that might not end well for, uh, for, for any of us. So, but yeah, you know, I'm from California, and yeah. when I tell you every week, I get so many texts from people that are going to be 
that game. Um, mm-hmm. I think that game alone, you know, every year uh, there's a different city in America that's like the soon to be in for New Year's Eve. And this year, believe it, it, it's Vegas mainly because of that game. I mean, don't get me wrong. We throw the best New Year's Eve party here in Las Vegas every year. But that game has set a different tone for this year. Um, and so it's definitely going to be interesting to just, you know, see how, but I don't know, you know, right. fans are strong as well. So, but I, you, you'll definitely, it'll be a 50-50, but, you know, lots of friends of mine say that is uh, what they're getting their significant others for Christmas, tickets to that game. Wow. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun if the Raiders come out on the right side of that one because you don't want to lose to San Francisco because then you know that you're going to have to hear it from uh, 49er fans for a long time until they square up again uh, the next time. What, what are you thinking real quick about, uh, about New Year's? Like you said, uh, the best New Year's Eve parties are thrown here. So what do you think? How do you think the, the crowd is going to be at Allegiant following New Year's Eve in Vegas and all of a sudden, oh, by the way, we got to go to a game the next day? I know. Um, you know, I don't know because it definitely changed my New Year's plans. You know, um, <laughs> typically, typically I am on a, uh, you know, I, I am away somewhere for New Year's. I, I love to get away and where it's a little less, uh, heck, you know, a little less crazy um, yeah. and usually somewhere warmer. Um, but I completely changed my holiday schedule because I'm like, I have to be there for that game and I am not going to be out on New Year's Eve. I want to get I want to go to bed. I want to be up and refreshed for that game on New Year's Day. So I don't know, but if you are, you know, coming from out of town, obviously mm-hmm. you're probably not doing that. So I just I hope that nobody misses the game because they went too hard on New Year's Eve cuz that's very likely to happen here in Las Vegas. So, you know, will they wait be up for 24 hours? I might be their best bet, but it, 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 it's going to be it's going to be a doozy. It's definitely going to be a doozy um, on on the Las Vegas Strip come New Year's Day. I tell you right now, Faven, I'm here at the Oyo and the Underground Lounge. I could walk right over here to the Williams Sportsbook and place down a bet on their on the over under on how many people are going to miss that game because they partied on New Year's Eve and they either didn't wake up or they just couldn't get their ass out of bed after <laughs> after partying. You know how it goes I'm down. <laughs> and I don't know about YouTube, but you know, uh, just a disclaimer. And I've also had a lot of people ask, can can, can I can they get the hookup on tickets for that game? Uh, and you know the answer to that. Right. No. We ain't not got no hookup. Game, and no. <laughs> not any game. There's no such thing. Right. <laughs> There's that part. no such thing. So, um, please, if, if you spend the money to go to the game, please make it because, my goodness, uh, those tickets certainly aren't cheap, are they? No, no, not at all. And I've had so many requests, and I'm like, yeah, uh, there's nothing I can do for you. The only thing I can ever do for you is pay for it myself, and that ain't happening. <laughs> so Absolutely not. Not, not, not. not with that price tag, right? No. Not with that price tag. Not um, at all. <laughs> but it, it, I'm also, it's also, you know, interesting to see that, I don't know if you know, you probably know this, that Allegiant Stadium is going to go, you know, under these multi-million dollar renovations, and someone said that they're going to put in uh, – some 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 misters and I'm like, have you ever been inside Allegiant Stadium? I don't think that we need that. Like right. the temperature is always perfect inside Allegiant Stadium, so uh, I, I thought that was that was kind of interesting. But uh, if anything, we'd like to see some of the ticket prices come down. Uh, not not more money being put in Allegiant Exactly. Stadium. Exactly. Give some of that back. No doubt, no doubt. Favorite yeah, no, are guests I, here. I certainly can tell you, you know, as a season ticket holder, being down there in the club. Um, that win yesterday kind of 
you know, it, it sealed the deal for everyone to say, okay, I, I think we'll do this again next season because, at, you know, I'm not going to lie, that definitely wasn't the case at the last home game. You know, a lot of folks are contemplating giving up those season tickets next time, next year. Yeah. Um, but there's no talk of that anymore. No, no, not with wins like that. If the Raiders continue to start developing that home field advantage, start winning more games at home, you know, then, then Raider fans are going to want to be there all the time and get there a little bit early, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So there's that. We're talking with Faye McKay. Help, help save a lot of jobs, too, because, you know, we both were, we both were you know, scrolling social media during that game, and mm-hmm. there were a lot of rumblings of people that need to go. So, uh <laughs> For those people, I'm, you know, I'm glad that we got that win because it definitely probably saved their butts. Right. Speaking of scrolling social media, I saw that you said your block game is strong. 300 <laughs> on the list. Did you have to block anybody for coming at you sideways yesterday? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Um, it it's, uh, I'll do it very quickly. I've gotten very good at that. I used to clap back, but that, that got me in a lot of trouble. So now I just have to hit the block button. <laughs> I've been there before, too. You clap back at somebody, and then they, they're tweeting at you. you. You hire this person? And then it's like, well, you took all the yeah. fun out of it, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I love my boss. Thank you, Tom. Um, and he's had to pull me in a couple of times. And, you know, they've been just, hit, just blocked. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I finally learned to take heed, but you know we're just I'm I'm, a, I'm passionate about my Raiders, and I, it's it's like we're the most hated team, right? I, I don't get it. Even when I'll give you that when we have a bad game, which we have had plenty of those this season, and I you know I just have to take that in stride. But goodness gracious, when we have a good game, people will still find a way to trash us, and it's so frustrating. Yes, no, it is. Believe me, I got plenty of it going my way. I'm sure you see me very active on Twitter as well, uh, having to yeah. try to d- defend the good fight. So, so there's there's always that. Well, Faven, fantastic stuff as always. Uh, what are your what is your uh, early feelings on this uh, Saturday's game, this uh, Christmas Eve game against Pittsburgh? I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm a lot more hopeful okay. than I was, you know, la- last Saturday. Um, right. That's for sure. Um, but, you know, the Steelers, they're doing all right. They're not the Steelers of the past, but right. they're, they're doing all right. And, you know, we, we typically don't do the best in, in Pittsburgh, so I'm a little worried about that. But, hey, um, I love the energy that the guys have. It's like they've been revived. And, you know, even after that embarrassing Rams loss, like you said, it was nice to see them come out, you know, with their held, heads held high. And, and really put in the work. So uh, let's just hope that they keep that going. But I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. There now, you go. That, that's be a different conversation when we talk about the Chiefs and the Niners in a couple of weeks. That right. those have me a little nervous. But there you go. I, I, think, I think we can win this game for sure. All right, there it is. Well, you heard it first from Faven K. She says she feels like the Raiders can win this one on Saturday. So no pressure. We're going to hold you to it. I mean, listen, <laughs> listen. It, it's, the, winning, winning the rest of the season is – the, the only thing I asked Santa for, so I, I, oh, there you I go. hope that he delivers. <laughs> no, hey, no, no pressure, Santa. Just go ahead and r- rattle off the next three. You know, no, no problem, no yes. questions asked. And look, if you I've ask, been, I've been like seventy percent nice this year, so I, I hope it comes through. <laughs> there you go, there you go. We won't talk about the other thirty percent, but we'll we'll, no, we'll no. focus in on seventy. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, sa- we'll save that for for our text too. We'll, we'll leave that there. There you go. No doubt. Perfect stuff right there. Well, what do you guys got uh, going on? Fox 5 Vegas in the morning. You and Dave do a fantastic job. What do you guys got cooking? 
thank you. You know, uh, Dave will actually be off all the next week to spend time with his family. I'll oh. be off the week after. Um, I'll be on a flight to London immediately after the game. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here for the new year. But, yeah, no, I'll be going home to California to, to, to spend Christmas with my family. Super excited about that. And, yeah, we just wish everyone a happy holiday, safe holiday. Um, we know that this time of year can get pretty crazy. So just hope that everyone enjoys it. Yes. And, yeah, what, what do they say these last two weeks are, like, uh, the the – no one takes these last two weeks of work seriously. We still do, but, you know, we're, we're going to end the year on, on some fun, having a great time. A big thank you to everyone who came out and donated to uh, Chet Buchanan. Yeah. 98.5 Toy Drive 2022, a huge success, broke records. So, you know, just, just try to have a little fun while spreading some joy at the same time. No doubt. That's what it's all about. Well, like I said, you guys do a fantastic job. Happy holidays to you and Dave and your families. And, uh, you know, keep up the good work, and we'll talk soon and hopefully get that W on Saturday. Happy holidays to you guys as well. I, w- I would ask you what you're doing, but um, I know that you'll be working. You already know. <laughs> you already know. That's my middle name. Work, work, work. It's I like I'm Rihanna. Be working, <laughs> and we appreciate you both so much. So happy holidays to you and yours, and hopefully you get to enjoy some of the holiday, just some of it. No doubt. We'll try. We'll try a little something, something. But, Faven, thanks so much for your time. Definitely appreciate Thank you. Thank you. All right. There she goes, Faven K, Fox 5 Vegas. Uh, yeah, she's, she's a super fan and was super excited with the way the Raiders got the victory Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. 419 is the time. Uh, when we come back, we got a bunch of texts to get to. We'll get some calls. And plus, we got to go back inside the Raiders' locker room. We got sounds from Darren Waller, Jerron Harmon. We got Josh Jacobs. We got a lot more, a lot to get to in a little bit amount of time at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino with Raider Nation Radio 920. I was on the bench, and I – What's sad, you know, with technology is I didn't even watch it in person. I was watching the Jumbotron, you know. That's like when Tiger Woods is hitting a shot and everyone's on their phone, like, trying to watch it. Like, just enjoy it, you know. Um, But I I was watching the Jumbotron. And honestly, when the running back tossed it to uh, the other player, I I, I think I even said it. I was like, throw it back, we'll catch it. Throw it and we'll catch it. Throw it and we'll catch it. And he threw it. And I was, again, I was watching up there. And then all of a sudden, I just see Chandler, you know, put his hands up. And I I started yelling at Bo, uh, my quarterback coach. I was like, Bo, Bo, Bo. And then he didn't react until he crossed the finish line. So respect to Bo. But once he did, we went nuts. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Lots to get to in a little bit amount of time here on Unnecessary Roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920. We're in the underground lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. It's our Monday night football spot. Got plenty of folks in the building for the Rams and the Packers. Plus, coming by, picking up a bunch of prizes. We got a couple T-shirts left, uh, a couple koozies and cups left. So uh, feel free to come on by and get hooked up just like that. Got some text to get to on the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R. This one's from uh, Raider Javi. Payback from way back was the Cole play. I saw something on Twitter that was fitting on Jones' play, the Sin City Miracle. I think I remember hearing Vinny say that this morning on the morning tailgate. Raider Javi, thank you so much for that. East Bay Raider Gray says, I agree. We need to take the wins when we can and and any way we can get them. Uh, We do so when we lose the game that same way. Why not when we win it? We get so conditioned as Raider fans to accept the loss by the ugly play of our team and be upset. Why not accept the win as ugly as it can be sometimes the same way? That's from East Bay Raider Gray. And, yeah, I agree. Don't don't apologize for a victory, right? Victory should be celebrated no matter how you get them. 
It don't matter if it's ugly, if it's pretty, if it's a blowout, or if it's close. Victories, you celebrate them. Hell, I celebrate victories in life all the time, small victories, <laughs> right? You know, celebrate them all the time, man. It, it, just be proud of it. And, look, there's a lot that the Raiders still need to do to clean up, and we'll start talking about that stuff tomorrow because the game by no means was a clean game from the Silver and Black. There's a lot of issues moving forward, and they've got to figure them out quick, fast, and hurry as they have the Steelers on Christmas Eve. So they've got a lot to worry about, but let's not focus in on that right now. We have five days to do this, right? we got enough days to worry about what needs to be fixed before the next game. Let's celebrate a victory as the Raiders are celebrating a victory today. Uh, let's go out to the phone lines real quick, 702-365-9200. Uh, my man uh, right here in Vegas, uh, Jared, right here in Vegas, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Q, man? You know what? Um, does that This game, for me, it kind of has a category all of its own because that was that was like the, one of the biggest blunders I think that any of us have ever seen, and and for it to go our way was awesome. But as far as you know, the best finishes, man. There's too many good finishes to 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 count that one in those kind of categories. I remember Crabtree having a great a great toe tapping catch in Baltimore. I know another Crabtree moment for me was the was the slice of blue in San Diego. I love yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, there's too many great ones for me. This game was just a big a big jar of deodorant because it masked a whole lot. Man, what a difference a week makes. What a difference a play makes, yeah. brother. What a difference a play for makes. For sure. But we're, we're going to enjoy this for what it is, but um, we, can't be, we can't be completely reminiscent of what happened. Man, that was ugly. But ugly, inch, mile, it doesn't matter. A win's a win, and we got one. I'm going to celebrate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, uh, I'm glad you brought up Crabtree and the, the, the little blue when they were playing the Chargers because, again, and I know many people have sent this picture to me of uh, Keelan Cole catching that ball in the end zone. Uh, be thankful that Keelan Cole's foot and his shoe uh, was black and white. I'm just saying, regardless if it was in or not, if he had a white shoe, it could have very easily been overturned. But since the, the, the end zone was black – and because the part of his shoe that you could see was black as well, it also blended in. So it made that picture that everybody has sent to me, and I've gotten plenty of them. And, again, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at the call. I'm happy that the call went that way regardless, right? I mean, again, from my view in the press box, it looked like it was out. But then, again, from the view of the picture that many people have sent to me over and over and over again, it does look like it's in. But, again, just be glad the color of Keelan Cole's cleats. That's all I'm going to say, because it could have easily been different if he had been wearing all white cleats. And thank God that the end zone was black as well. Because, again, just like Jared just brought up, that's the reason why Michael Crabtree's catch against the Chargers was called a catch, because that shade of blue was there. They could tell the difference between the cleat and the shoe. Well, this one, the, shoe, the, the cleat and, the, and the, the turf blended in. So that, I think that helped the Raiders as well, and it made it more inconclusive which, as you, say, as you know, they called the play stands on the field. They didn't say it was confirmed. They said it stands, which means they didn't have enough physical evidence to overturn it. And guess what? I'm okay with that. Let's take one more quick call. Uh, let's go out to New Jersey and talk to Mitch. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas, Christmas. brother. Uh, Q, that was some games the whole weekend. Yeah. I don't know what, what, what was, which was more boneheaded. Uh, and I got something to say about that. Uh, but the out of bounds, the touchdown that was missed. Finally, things are going our way, or at least with the refs. 
Um, what was more, most boneheaded? The Colts blowing that lead or that, that lateral? That was incredible. That was the most boneheaded. I don't know which one's the most boneheaded. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. There was a lot, though. I'll tell you, the whole weekend, I think this was the best weekend of NFL action all season long. I mean, you had three walk-offs on Sunday alone, and then two out of the three games that were played on Saturday were fantastic. The second one, the middle game, the Browns and the Ravens, womp, womp, womp. That was a stinker. But besides that, I mean, you get the Colts up 33 nothing at halftime. At halftime, I'm at the barbershop, and we're like, oh, this, is, this team stinks, man. The Vikings are a, a bad team with a good record. I mean, I'm, I'm talking all the trash. I'm doing all of that. And then all of a sudden, I get home. My mom texts me. and's like, hey, are you still watching the game? I was like, nope. She said, you might want to turn it back on. And that's when they were starting to come back. And I was like, oh, dang. And they kept me glued to the seat the rest of the night watching that. And then, of course, Buffalo and Miami uh, in the snowstorm. That wasn't a snowstorm until the end of the game. Uh, I thought it was a really cool side note. I know Lincoln Kennedy, who will join us tomorrow at 2, he's not a big fan of snowballs being thrown at the, at the players as he had his uh, incident in Denver. But, man, I thought it was so cool when Buffalo scored their touchdowns and all of a sudden you saw all this snow come flying out of the stands. I thought that was awesome looking. Again, I get it why you can't do it. I get it why it's, it's something that – you know, they said, please don't do, and they were going to give the Bills a 15-yard penalty. But just the little kid in me was like, hey, that's awesome, <laughs> right? That's cool. If I had been there, I would want to throw it too. You know, the wife said, if you don't want me to throw the snow, get the snow off my seat before I get there. <laughs> the, snow, the wife got all gangster on me. <laughs> she was like, get that snow off my seat then, and I won't throw it. But, uh, yeah, I thought that that was a really fun weekend of uh, NFL action. So hats off to week 15 in the NFL, both Saturday and Sunday. Now, want to take you inside the Raiders locker room, and we have plenty of locker room sound to get to. Obviously, we're not going to get to all of it on today's show, but one guy who hadn't played in quite a while, Darren Waller, you know, he's still trying to, you know, get his, get his cardio back, get back into the rhythm of things, and also still learn the playbook. You know, you, uh, again, we saw him and Devontae Adams in the same spot, same area, and he actually stopped Devontae from having a big catch there in the second half when they really needed it. And uh, you see Derek Carr put his hands on his helmet like, oh, no, oh, no, Darren, oh, no. But he did have a big touchdown catch uh, right before – well, not right before halftime, but in the first half uh, he got that nice seam route that he got, and that's just a typical Darren Waller play. Got that touchdown to put the Raiders up 10-3. to They eventually go up 17-3 to with that Mac Hollins touchdown right before halftime. But here's Darren Waller in the Raiders locker room following the game. Where would you rank uh, Chandler's receiving skills? I mean, soft hands, you know what I'm saying? Uh, great after the catch. I mean, Yak is a huge, is a huge part of our, this offense, so it's a big play. Yeah, get 55 on the over route, we'll be all right. <laughs> How would it feel to just be back out there today and uh, running routes and being with your team? And everything else? Uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, just being in the environment with the fans and everything in the stadium. It felt like a long time since I had been, uh, especially here, but just playing in the game in general. So it's just good to be in the environment with everybody. Who were you waving to? Were you even hello to everybody? Or what was the... I mean, that was probably, the, probably the people that was uh, that were like, where is he at? Why is he dropping music videos? Like, why is he doing all this stuff? But um, I was just having fun, you know. What, how did you feel you, you performed today? I mean, it's been a while since you're out there. So. Um, I feel like I made the most of the opportunities I had. Um, uh, ran efficient routes. Uh, the Patriots are doing a really good job of disguising, so reading the coverage after the snap was a bit of a challenge. I feel like I did pretty well with that for the most part, so what I was asked to do, I feel like I did pretty well. You guys had a second half where there wasn't a whole lot going on offensively, and then you come up with this big drive at the end. Like, how did you kind of you guys muster that kind of out of seemingly nowhere, really? Um, I mean... 
it's just having an urgency when, when you need it, you know. Uh, there's not much uh, we can do or go back and change about what happened in the second half. It wasn't what we uh, tried to go out there and put on tape, but uh, when it, it counted and we needed to have it, uh, guys made plays, and that's really all you can ask for. You know, I know you said you were having fun when you scored that touchdown, but what did it feel like to get back into the end zone, especially at home? Uh, a lot of fun. It just felt like a party, you know what I'm saying? So have the guys uh, come in with you and just celebrate and have a good time and everybody saying it's good to have you back. It's just, it just feels like family, you know? What does it say about a guy like you who stays ready all the time and when his, when his number's called, makes, at the time, the biggest play of the game before? Uh, yeah, it takes, it takes a high level of focus. Uh, that's, a, that's a skill I admire in a lot of people because there's a lot of times in my career where, um, you know, you're not guaranteed uh, consistent opportunities throughout the game, but to stay focused and stay in it and not let your mind drift, or uh, you know, or get caught sleeping when the, when the opportunity presents itself. It's a it's a very uh, tough mental skill to have. So uh, I, I respect that in Keelan a lot. How nerve wracking was it while they were deciding if it was a catch or not a catch while they kept reviewing it on the jumbotron? Um, I mean, you watch it, but it's like you know, when you're on the field, you gotta like kind of stay in the middle, stay neutral, and be like, all right, well, if his foot's out, let's go make a play. If if it's in, then you know it's up, it's lit. What do you but, think? What do you think when you um, saw it? I mean, the first angle they kept showing, it was like, okay, it looked like he out. But then they showed the second They showed the second angle. I don't know why they was hiding it so long, but <laughs> they showed it, and all the grass that came up was inside the white. So I was like, oh, that's, that's lit. He just his uh, The top part of his cleat was out of bounds, but it probably just wasn't a stud underneath there. So mm-hmm. it was up after that. There you go. I, I assume you guys are probably thinking that it was going to overtime. So when you see the ball go up in the air, when they throw it in the air, what was your thought when you saw the ball like, floating around there to the, where the one Chandler picked off? Just as it goes in the air, you're just like, what is that? Yeah, I mean, it's just like guys running around and, you know, you just like, all right, whenever this play ends, so let's lock in and get ready for overtime. And then Chan catches it and it's just like, wait, is, is there anybody around him? And then he uh, runs over whoever was in front of him and it's like, it doesn't even feel real at that point, you know? <laughs> Have you ever been a part of something like that? Or? I don't think so, no. No, not even close. What's Coach McDaniel say, like just coming up with the words? A lot of people just speech us after this. Like, what did he tell you guys? Um... I mean, just like how, like, as far as, like, leads and everything, like, we've been on the tough end, we've been on the wrong end of, of those kind of games before, so to have it, the ball bounce our way, you know, it just feels good, you know? You can call it luck, you can call it whatever, but it looks like a, a win in the score column. How would you uh, rate that stiff arm Chandler? I mean, good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, he took the drill from the practice field to the game. He was emotional coming off the field. Can you just speak to him, maybe what he's been through this season, just the kind of guy he is to have a moment like that, how proud he is? Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, people have their opinions as far as, like, sack totals and sack numbers, and, you know, and that is what it is. But, I mean, Chan is somebody that comes in and works hard. Not only does he work hard, he teaches the young pass rushers the little skills and the little t- techniques that he has. So I respect how he goes about it a lot. And, uh, you know, sometimes the production may not be what you want it to be or what people expect it to be, but, you know, you keep showing up, keep being in the right place, and uh, good things are bound to happen. So uh, we love having Chan here. Oh, Darren Waller in the Raiders locker room following the game, little – a lengthy conversation with him. First time we had an opportunity to catch up with him. I know Vinny Bonsignor caught up with him last week during the locker room session after practice, but it was only a couple couple minutes. So a little bit extended talk with Darren Waller. I thought it was good to hear from him. And you know, he see, see uh, had that little shot about people talking about music videos, this, that, and the other. Where is he at? You know, all these guys say they don't hear this stuff, they don't see this stuff, they don't read it, they don't know, they're not on social media, yada yada yada. Everybody hears it. Everybody sees it. It always happens. It doesn't matter if it's on Sports Center, if it's cats like me talking, if it's social media, whatever the case is, everyone hears everything. So a uh, little, little nice wave for Darren Waller when he got a touchdown in his return to action, which was great. 
and it was much needed by the silver and black. 4.37 is the time. We'll take a quick break. Come back, wrap up the show. Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. We'll hear from Jerron Harmon and maybe Josh Jacobs as we close out the show. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Q. 4.42 is the time. Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. Every Monday night we do this for Monday Night Football. I already got a good theme for tomorrow's show. I'm already excited. I'm excited for tomorrow's show today. <laughs> I, was, I was just gifted a great idea. And the, the beautiful thing about being on the radio is you can get an idea and I could talk about it on the air. Like someone could give me an idea, which happened. <laughs> and I could talk about it on the radio. And someone's going to think, oh, man, Q's smart. That was a good one. <laughs> and it's not even my original idea, but it's cool. We're going to have a lot of fun on tomorrow's show. I'm already excited about it. But we got to finish off today's show first. And let's go out to the phone lines real quick at 702-365-9200. Talk to our guy, Shields Up. Welcome to the show. You, how we doing, brother? I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. How you doing? Monday victory. Thank you very much. And <laughs> I'm coming in late. What's the topic of your show? Uh, I was just I just thrown out the question there. Where would you rank the finish of Sunday's game as far as the best finishes that you've witnessed in sports history? I would say top five. Okay. Top five. All right, that and, works. And, and thank you. And 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 that being said. Just a quick review of the game. Yeah. Um, the guards going out killed us. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm not going to blame Carr because he was rolling out a lot of times. He didn't have time. The running game was average. The pick in the flat, it's his fault. And he just didn't, he didn't see the guy. And, um, hey, I'll take the win over the Patriots, man, because I'm up in the Northeast. Yeah. And I could talk some junk. Thank you very much, brother. And always, what do we say? Q, help me out. Shields up. One, two, three. Shields Shields up. up. (laughs) Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you for the call. do appreciate you. Shields up right there, hitting us up. And uh, got plenty of text to get to as well. Plus, we got some more locker room sounds, 69187, keyword R&R. That's the com text line. Uh, Got a text from the Five and Dime. Texted in saying how defense wins championships. D.C. threw three touchdowns in a bad game, but it was a defense who sealed the deal for the win. Think the team played a bad game, but D.C. was clutch on that last drive. So was the defense. Hope our clutch, clutch gene is finally uh, unlocked again. Again, that's from the 5-1-0. And, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about it. It wasn't a clean game at all by the Raiders. And it looked like it was going to be another game where they were up by double digits and found a way to lose. And the narrative and the conversation today was going to be totally different than it is right now. Luckily, a win is a win is a win is a win. You take a win every day of the week and twice on Sunday. You take wins however you can get them. So is there areas to clean up? Yep. Is there things to do? Yep. But the defense did, and I think the defense the last couple of games, even though you know they were on the field last for that 98-yard touchdown drive against the Rams, and that's all anyone re- remembers. But the defense, for the most part, I feel like has been getting better. It's been improving and starting to make some plays. What Chandler Jones did, and I, I talk about this all the time, the Raiders have, have guys on their team, but they don't have guys that are playmakers or making plays on their defensive side of the ball. They don't have enough playmakers. What Chandler Jones did was make a play. That's what I'm talking about when I say guys that make tackles and guys that make plays. What Chandler Jones did to win the game, that was a dude who made a play, right? Keelan Cole in the end zone, touchdown catch, he made a play. D.C. with that touchdown pass, I don't want to slight him either. That was not an easy throw. That wasn't like a pitch and catch across the room. Right, That was a tough throw to get it over the defender's head and into Keelan Cole's hand where he had an opportunity to even get close to getting inbounds. So those guys made plays. The Raiders need to have more guys make plays. 
Raider Richie from Arizona said, is there some way we can incorporate Chandler into some run plays? He's got a mean stiff arm. Maybe something the Bears used to do with the fridge or the Patriots or Vrabel. Uh, that's Raider Richie from Arizona. Yeah, let's just keep Chandler Jones on the defensive side of things, right? Chandler Jones is starting to get into coming to his own. Uh, he's been playing well the you know last few games. Let's just th- let's just keep him right there. <laughs> He'll be all right right there. He don't he don't need to go switch over onto the uh, offensive side of things. Matter of fact, Jerron Harmon uh, said because uh, I forget who said it something. Maybe it was Adam Hill asked about about uh, Chandler Jones switching to the defensive back room because he's able to go up and high point the ball and then take it to the house. And, uh, and Deron Harmon said, yeah, but that, that run was a little slow. <laughs> he was a little slow to be a defensive back. He can't be a defensive back. Matter of fact, speaking of Deron Harmon, let's go ahead and take it inside the Raiders locker room and talk to the Raiders safety, who I think, even though he only has a couple interceptions, he's a guy who's made a few plays this season, including knocking a couple balls loose, uh, causing some fumbles, uh, just been there, Johnny on the spot when you need him the most. Here's Deron Harmon in the Raiders locker room following the game. Uh, you were on the field for the final play. Uh, what was it like? Yeah, it was crazy. You know, only thing you kind of see is WTF. You know, I know kids <laughs> probably watching right now. So, um, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, but it just shows, you know, kind of just we're prepared for everything. You know, did we think they were going to do that on the last play? No. But people did a good job of kind of staying in their lanes, just keeping the ball in front, tackling in it. And, you know, when, when teams make a mistake, we want to make sure that we maximize it and make them pay. And we did. Chan did a good job of high-pointing the ball and then not being tackled by the quarterback and running in. And, I mean, that's the third walk-off this year, man. That's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Have seen a walk-off like that? No, nah, never like that. <laughs> never like that. So, um, it's, it's cool. It was super cool. It's a game that I'll remember for forever. You, you always mentioned that Chandler does so much for the team mm-hmm. after the, he had the three-sack game. You guys were talking about how much mm-hmm. he does. How nice is that for him to get that? Oh, ball? without a doubt. I mean, you just look at the impact that he's had, you know, over, you know, the last three weeks. I mean, it's been game-changing plays, three sacks, forced fumble, and now, you know, a walk-off, you know, fumble return, like, with the game on the line, man. And, you know, obviously, you know, the statistics, you know, that everybody else outside of the building will want to see hasn't been there, but I'm telling you, he's been playing tremendous football for us, man, and just excited for him. Hey, I don't know. He high pointed the ball. <laughs> the only thing is, I don't know if he played DB too slow. That was some <laughs> stiff running, but hey, nobody had to catch him. So hey, just happy he got in his zone. Um, how shocked were you just when you saw the ball go in the air? I, mean, you don't I was very. I tell you the truth, I was very shocked because you know I just thought you know Mondre would just kind of go down. You know, zero seconds left. But I mean. He didn't, and, you know, like I said, the thing about this league is when people make mistakes, you have to make them pay, and and we did, and we did. Ron, before the three-game winning streak, you all had a few weeks back, I know you kind of spoke up and mm-hmm. kind of not caught him. I mentioned that you want to see them celebrate each other more. I mean, after that play, you see everybody rush around Chandler Jones. What can that, what can that do for a team in terms of candidates? Just true energy, energy, you know, just cheering for each other. Um, being excited for each other. When somebody make a play, be excited like you made the play because at the end of the day, nobody made the play by themselves. It takes all 11. You know, this is the ultimate team game, and that's why I truly enjoy it because uh, you need a team, you know, to be successful in, in this game. And it was it was cool. I kind of felt bad for Chad because, like, uh, he couldn't move. It was like 40 cats on him. And I'm not going to lie, I was one of them. I just wanted to get a piece of it, man, because it was a tremendous play, so. It was cool. You said you were uh, shocked by when uh, you saw Ramondre lateral. What was your reaction when you saw Ode lateral it to the quarterback with Chandler Jones standing right over him? I just seen him high point, and I was like, don't get tackled by the quarterback. <laughs> and he stiff on him, and I said, oh, you know what? <laughs> and I was just like, wow, we really just won like this. So it was cool. What cool. was the thought process when they kept replaying uh, Keelan's touchdown? Well, it was, I was just like, at first I'm like, dang. 
I don't know if he got the foot then, but then once you seen like the black rubber come up right mm-hmm. in front of it was like, oh, he got his foot in. Like, tremendous ball thrown by uh, Derek, first of all. And that's a hard catch, you know, to get both feet in right there. So big ups to, you know, Derek for the great throw and, and Key, Keelan for making a tremendous catch with the game on the line. It can never be easy, huh? Hey, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Deron Harmon right there in the Raiders locker room. Again, a very happy Raiders locker room following the game. And, you know, it's funny. Every player that we talked to, including Keelan Cole, really had doubts on the catch. No one, had, no one was 100% confident. Keelan Cole even said, no. I asked him, were you confident that you caught the ball? No. <laughs> no, next question. I mean, that's how quick he – I mean, he, he wasn't. Nobody could be 100% sure what it was going to be called. But, again, even – if it wasn't called correctly, I think everyone in Raider Nation, I think everyone wearing the silver and black, everyone in the front office, everyone in that building will take it because you know what? The Raiders have been on the wrong end of way too many calls. So to get one to go in their favor, you take that. You take that and, and you run with it. You take it straight to the bank and you deposit it. What you got, Demond? Did anyone ask Deron Harmon about being on the other side of that because he was on the field for the Miami Miracle or a Kenyon Drake Took it to the house. Remember when Gronk oh, failed? Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, we're going to put Gronk back there? No, you know what? Uh, see, you should have been uh, in the locker room. We would have we had you ask that question. I didn't even think about that. Forgot about that. That's a good That's a good little nugget. We'll have to get to Ron later this week and ask him about that, even though I'll, I'll say, hey, man, I don't want to bring up old stuff. But, you know, I will say me and Deron have a pretty good relationship, you know, DB to DB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were probably out there looking like Gronk on that play. <laughs> just, just reaching, just reaching. <laughs> Oh, I kid. The only reason I said that is because we had we had him on when he was evaluating my DB skills when uh, Vegas just pu- pushed off on me, and he said, "You got to stay up. You got to stay up." You know, so me, me and Deron, me and Deron have had a little fun with that ever since. And he did give me a fist bump when he uh, came out the out the shower. He looked at me and was like, "Whew, <laughs> got got one there, right?" So uh, Deron's been man, he's been fantastic all year. I think he's really been important to the success of the Raiders and you hear him put you hear him promoting Chandler Jones and and how happy they were for him and again another guy that says just because the statistics might not be there doesn't mean he's not contributing to this team in a major way now I got plenty more locker room sound Keelan Cole we'll hear from here tomorrow Mac Hollins we'll hear from him tomorrow Max Crosby Nate Hobbs Hunter Renfro we'll get to all those guys tomorrow on the show so we don't have to rush it but I did want to hear from Josh Jacobs. Myself and Damon, we had a chance to catch up with him on Friday uh, out at Ford Country. A lot of folks were out there getting autographs. A lot of folks were out there getting pictures. A lot of folks were out there donating food, which was for a really good cause. And he signed and took pictures with everybody, which I think is I cannot stop giving him props for that because some guys would just be like, hey, my time is up. I'm out. He did not do that. He made sure everybody got everything that they needed and then some. So uh, after, the, after the whole event was over, it's so funny, I told Damon we were here for two and a half hours for a three-minute interview, but it was well worth it. Here's Josh Jacobs following the event. We're here with running back Josh Jacobs, Ford Country, second year in a row. How amazing is this event when you see all these fans out here waiting to get your autograph and picture? Man, it's definitely dope. Uh, you know, it, it was a cold one out here today, so just to see people still lined up, you know, and, and waiting to, to come in and, and things like that has definitely been a blessing. 
What does it mean to you to be able to do what you do for the community and be able to raise all that food? You just took a picture in front of it. Yeah, I mean, man, that's 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 what it, what matters. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's why we do it. You know, uh, I feel like whenever you get a chance to be on this platform, you you know, and God blessed you, with, you know, with the talents and the abilities, it's, it's only right to give back. So, hopefully, this is you know a, a start to something bigger, and uh, it's, it's it's been fun doing it. So, how ideal is it that you have 500, 600 people getting autographs and uh, you got a bad pinky? Yeah, man, that's what I told him. I, that's that's been the most interesting thing. I'm like, man, I had to learn how to write again. Like even in meetings this week, I had yeah. to learn how to learn how to write. So it, it's definitely been interesting. <laughs> I mean, how much does it mean to you? Obviously, with giving back to the community, but the people that want to come out here, Raider Nation, and support mm-hmm. you, how does that feel for you personally? Oh yeah, man. I mean, I feel like ever since I I, I drafted, you know, uh, I've I've always got love from the nation. Uh, whenever I did something, you know, they always show up with with good numbers, and I mean, that's just a testament to you know who they are and, and, and what they think of me. And uh, it's definitely been fun. What was the most interesting thing you signed today? Because I saw some interesting oh, stuff. It's been some things. It's, it's, some people have some items like it was like a hat and like a shirt. I'm like, bro, I look keep want that. I'm like, I don't know where you got that from, but I, I kind of need that one. Yeah. <laughs> what about the stroller with the little doll and? Bro, so that dude, he comes, he used to come before all our games, uh, like the day before he had sit outside the facility. And, you know, he got the, he got a low rider, so I kind of already knew who he was. Yeah. But that was crazy. That's probably the craziest thing I saw in the day. It was pretty yeah. cool. And he was outside enjoying himself and enjoying you. Uh, final thing for you today, uh, McDaniels announced that you were a captain. The, yeah. the players named you a captain. And you said today, hey, I, I've been leading anyway. But what does it mean for the players to recognize you like that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a huge honor, you know, just to wear that uh, C across your chest. Um, uh, just to know that, you know, the guys that you, you go to war with, you know, your peers, um, they have your back and, and they see and they see and believe in you, you know. So that's definitely been huge uh, just to get that recognition. But, but like I said earlier, for me, I'm just going to go about business as business is done. You know, I, I feel like I, I've always led this team, you know, in, in my own way, but whether it's by example or whether it's by speaking up in, at the right times. Um, so just to be able to, you know, get that uh, see on my chest is definitely huge. How do you stay so humble? Because you're the same cat that you were in 2019 <laughs> when we were in Nashville. You know, I played your interview that we yeah. did back in Nashville. I played yeah. that on the radio the other day. I was like, the same guy. How do you stay so grounded? Because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think about it and I'm like, I play a sport. You know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor out here saving lives or anything like that. You know, um, obviously, you know, I, I kind of good at what I do. You yeah, know, yeah, but, a little bit, huh? But, but, <laughs> but man, I mean, I, I think that you know, it's just a small thing to, to who I am, you know, and, and what I what I want to do and what I want to accomplish in, in life, you know. So I think that's the thing. So well, you just gave a lot of food to the community. Congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Go, Josh Jacobs, right there. Real humble dude, man. And he had 93 yards rushing on Sunday, so he's just under 1,500 yards. Leads Derrick Henry for by about 200 yards. And I'm telling you right now, I know he's not worried statistically about it. I am. <laughs> I'm worried about it. I'm counting his yards. I'm doing that. I'm trying to hope that he gets that rushing title for 2022. I think that'd be awesome. He's got three more games, including this upcoming Saturday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that's going to do it for today's show. Tomorrow we'll have more sound from the locker room. We'll have John McClain, Lincoln Kennedy, and a lot more. We'll do it on Radio Nation Radio 920. Have a great night.